Are we live? Are we good? Yeah, we're good. good. Cool. So, um, <laughs> if you guys didn't know, like I'm, I think I'm good at stealth games, but I'm actually not. And actually, Metal Gear Solid Five like proved it to me once and for all. Because I'll be sitting around and I'll like grab a guy and I'll like you know like choke hold him or whatever, and I'll just be like, shh, don't say anything. It's okay. Uh, and I'll think I'm like super stealth, but there's this one mission that I was in, and <laughs> I like literally alerted everyone i was like determined to get an s rank and i think i ended up getting like a c rank or something like that because there was no way for me that i could find a stealth in so i took out a guy uh, with my trank gun and um my silencer ran out halfway through the shooting so i just kept on like shooting 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 and it finally it just alerted everyone so i was stuck in this hut for like five minutes like legit like real time five minutes like in a fucking cardboard box hoping they would just like forget about me go but they, away yes please go away i was like leave me alone i'm not doing anything i'm just a box leave me alone i'm the greatest soldier in the world and i'm hiding in a box so yeah so what i ended up having to do was i had to position the box in front of this open door because i was in the shack and they couldn't get me with a rocket launcher they couldn't get me with grenades because the walls were protecting me so they would keep on coming in and i just switched to my rifle at that point and i just kept on like taking them out like so i had this pile of bodies and i'm just like leave me alone i don't want to kill you there's just too go. many russians there's too many they just kept on showing up it was just like fucking ridiculous like and like finally i went to that and at that point i was like screw it there's no more stealth anymore so i just like killed everyone and the game was so much easier yeah. just to complete that mission where I had to get like this rocket launcher at the end of it and I was just like I felt like Happy Gilmore you know where it's just like he gets the hole in one and I'm like huh I should just do this all the time now oh man well I gotta ask you Greg when you were uh, when you were choking those guys out or I guess hugging them out do uh, do you think love can bloom even on a podcast ooh Hey guys, welcome to the Bad Cody Funky Podcast. Before we begin talking about Metal Gear Solid Five, we uh, have a few items to get out of the way. Yeah, so uh, so first of all, um, we have we actually got treated this morning to a teaser trailer for the Netflix Jessica Jones TV show, which is based off of um, the Alias uh, series written by Brian Michael Bendis. Uh, it looks awesome. Kristen Ritter is going to be starring in it. It's only a teaser, so we don't get to see anything live action, but there are a lot of little Easter eggs in there. And if you listen closely, you can hear David Tennant in the background, which who doesn't like that? Uh, there's also more info on season two of Flash, as we saw Adam Smasher in more action. And we also got to see Jay Garrick in full costume for the first time. Um, tune in on badcaredyfunky.com for more information on that. And lastly, that I want to say is uh, we finally posted our review for the upcoming tabletop game Mech Deck, uh, which I had the privilege of playing on Sunday. And if you tuned in on Sunday as well, you would you would know that I have nothing but good things to say. Uh, go to over to badcoyotefunky.com to read more about what our thoughts were and to see some screenshots of you know how these mechs, you can assemble these mechs and how they use them and, and what the game really looks like. I think it's fantastic. And uh, Casey, I know you have something you want to mention too. I uh, I posted my first article on the website today. Yay! Yeah! We're uh, we're all very excited about it. Some more so than others, but it. It is a it is a review of the first issue of Star Wars Shattered Empire, uh, which picks up right after the end of Return of the Jedi. It is amazing. 
I, you know me, I'm always hyped up about comic books, but this is one for the ages. You've got to check it out. All right, everybody, enjoy the podcast. Welcome one and all to the Bad Kitty Funky Podcast, talking about Hideo Kojima's Metal Gear Solid V, which is a Roman numeral for Dinosaur. On the podcast hey. today, we've got Booster Greg. What up? The Beater Menace Dave. Yo! And TV's Casey. Damn. Guys, Metal Gear Solid Dinosaur. Dinosaur. <laughs> Dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> Dinosaurs and cowboys and aliens. You know, it's funny. Like the jump I'm making in Metal Gear right now is going to be intense. Like I haven't, as as un, as common knowledge is, I haven't purchased it yet. I'm getting it tomorrow once my check comes in. But um, I haven't played a Metal Gear game since Metal Gear Solid on PlayStation One. Wow. So all the other ones I could never. I've always watched my friends play, but I never had a chance to play. So I'm really excited to give it a shot tomorrow and just test out the game mechanics and. You guys were saying it kind of plays like the the fighting style plays kind of like back like the Batman games, correct? Uh, sort of. Uh, the the combat is is a lot, I guess, sort of like Batman is yeah. now. What I mean, you're thinking I, of is Mad Max. Yeah, you're thinking Mad Max. Think of the other game that came out on the same day. That's supposed to be a lot like Batman. I would say Metal Gear Solid Five is a lot more like Red Dead Redemption. In all honesty. Oh. Uh, Splinter Cell mixed with Red Dead Redemption is how i well. put it um it's got that like kind of like that nice open world uh you get to ride around on a horse the whole um i don't know just like it takes place in in afghanistan so it, it like has this whole like desert kind of feel to it too which reminds me of like the more like the like the mexico uh areas of red dead redemption um and like a lot of like harvesting actually Snake yeah, fighting a chupacabra. All, all, all I heard, yeah. all I heard was Red Dead, Redem- Red Dead Redemption with Solid Snake. I'm sold. That's all I heard. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like it's it's definitely not like the other Metal Gear games. Like I haven't played a lot of them, in all honesty. Um, but the ones that I played were very different from this one, uh, which was interesting. Uh, but but Dave, like I I know you weren't on the 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 preview podcast on Sunday. So I was just kind of curious what, what, what is your favorite self game of all time? Is it metal gear solid one or do you have a different one? Believe it or not, it's a game by rockstar that came out in 2003, I think called manhunt. Oh, I remember um, that. That was a good one. Yeah. That is my favorite stealth game. For those of you who don't remember, never played it. You're playing as a character named, uh, I think James Earl cash. And you are basically a prisoner that was sent to death, but you're, they fake your death just for this one guy who's voted by, um, not voted, but like played by um, Brian Cox. So <laughs> basically, he, he's basically, yeah, Cox. <laughs> so basically, he's just watching you walk around and just murdering people. Hmm. And so what he does is basically, um, there's three ways to kill someone, all through stealth. And unlike other games where you can go through the entire game without killing anyone, this game, it's like... It's probably the most violent game Rockstar ever had, just because you're meant to kill people in the worst way possible. And you would sneak up behind them, everything would be really nice and quiet, and you would find, like, weapons and toys all over the place to kill people with. And you could use, like, a plastic bag, and there's, like, three, way, like, three like ways you can kill someone with a plastic bag or, like, any weapon. 
and they would go up in severity. And the first way would be like you just put the plastic bag over their head and you would suffocate them with the plastic bag. Or you would get the plastic bag and you bring them down and you punch them in the face while they have the plastic bag on. So like you break their shit and they pretty much choke on their own blood. Mm. Or the most severe way, if I remember correctly, is you put the plastic bag over their head. They start to choke and you smash their head against a freaking brick wall. And it's just stuff like that. Like shanking people in the eyes, thing up behind them. And it was like one of the few games on the PlayStation 2 that used the um, microphone system that you use like in SOCOM. Mm -hmm. And you can actually talk and say shit to the other like NPCs like, hey, I'm over here, come over here. And they would swear at you and say stuff. And the whole point of the game was just to kill people with stealth. And you would hide like in corners, come out and just kill them all. And it was just such a great fun game and I'm actually as, as as much as I love action stuff I'm a big fan of like anything that's stealthy sneak behind someone show up and just scare the shit out of them you know mm. like if I can do that in a game I will do that more than anything else like, especially like in Batman like I would do my best just to do the fear takedowns or just takedowns in general and just get one guys one at a time I just love that. Probably because, you know, I grew up watching, like, those horror movies where it was, like, the killer would kill one person at a time. Mm-hmm. I love doing that. Just taking them out one at a time and letting one guy survive and letting him realize he's the last one left and just letting him... I mean, in my head, this is what happens. I need but... you alive to tell my story. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that is exactly... Or, like, in... I'm sure I'm not the only asshole who did it, but, like, in... Uh... In the first Halo, there's a room you walk in where everyone's asleep, like, all the grunts. <laughs> I remember that I used to love going around and just, I don't even pull a trigger. I would just go and just like kill them like with like the, basically with the, with the, uh, hand to hand feature. Let's kill him in the back of them and kill them while they're sleeping mm-hmm. and maybe leave like one alive and just fire a gun next to him. So he wakes up and I'd run away and just let him sit there seeing all his friends dead. Oh my God. Like I would love doing that shit. Spartans so are say, monsters. Needs to say. I love stealth games just for that. Just like leaving one guy alive or hunting him down to the last man and then being like Predator, kill me, I'm here! I'm here! (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, definitely Manhunt. Yeah, I forgot about that game, actually. I I played the crap out of that back in the day. And like, I kind of wish that like Metal Gear had that whole voice command thing. Um Cause I don't think it does, and I think that would be, like super. I, like, I know Especially can, now like... that you have a dog. Yeah, that'd be yeah. great. You call him. It, it's a game that learns animal commands. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like... eat eat that poop. Yeah, you eat that poop. Uh, but I don't bite, know. Like, <laughs> bite, I, I bite ocelot. Just... Bite him. <laughs> don't bite ocelot. That's that's my boy. It's Troy Baker. <laughs> Leave him alone. He's just trying to make him make a buck. Yeah. Um, but I kind of wish that it was just like you know you could like sit like in a corner and be like, "Hey you, get over here," and like the guy would be like, "Huh, what?" Instead, of, like I know you can have like your arm make like what was the that noise, noise, but like yeah, exactly. Like, that would make it like super immersive, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, I mean, like so far, like the game itself, in my opinion, like I streamed it a little bit uh, just to get like my my opening reactions on it. Um, and, like, I'm really digging it so far. It's the fact that you don't, like, it's recommended you stealth, but you don't really have to. Like, if you get in a bind, you're not screwed, you know? Like, you're screwed if you want to get an S rank, but you they, can get yourself out of they it. Really, they really have changed the nature of this game between, you know, how you, what it's like in 
I mean, really, if you start from one and then you see what the changes they made in two that they redid for Twin Snakes, and then how three is almost is is the probably the most pure stealth game of it in the entire series. Mm. Uh, and then four, you add a little more action, and this one you can completely play it like an action game, and you would be get a totally satisfying experience. Oh yeah, absolutely. And in the first, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, Dave. In the first Metal Gear, um, one of the things I loved is like you would get like different, obviously different endings depending on who like. You save whether if it was um, Otacon or um, what's her name, Mer- oh, Meryl. Meryl, thank you. Yep. And if she ended up dying and you saved Otacon, like you would get like the ninja stealth at the end that she can play over. And what I used to like doing, especially when you get the C four, is put the ninja stealth on, so I'm just completely like invisible. To go around, just place C four on the backs of like all the guys, and just like detonate them all at once. Hmm. And what was the other uh, the prize for beating the game? It's the headband for infinite ammo. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Which I never got. I always got the stealth one. So I could never like actually survive the um, the torture torture process. Yeah. Ooh. I can never beat it, dude. Bad bad button mashing the, skills. Yeah. Until this day, till this day, on one of my memory cards for my PlayStation One, I still have that save point ready, just in case I ever want to go back to it and try to beat it. I think you it's can. still there, man. I think you can do it, man. You've got you've got years under your belt now. You're seasoned. I don't know. You're seasoned, bro. I don't know. These thumbs aren't as like uh, as uh, flexible as they used to be. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> it's like this game is it can be ridiculous too at times. Like I feel like sometimes people just spawn out of nowhere. Like I like survey the whole area. I I tag everyone. I mark them. And then, like, I take one dude out, and another dude just shows up and takes his place. It's kind of like it, it. It drove me a little crazy until I realized that's what they were doing. Because Are you sure like, they're not just waking up or something? No, because like they're, I'm like parachuting them away. Oh, you're using the Fulton. Oh yeah, yeah. Like on, on everybody. I'm pretty much everyone until yeah. I until I get to like single digits, and then I'm like, okay, like you know, like I'll save these in case I get to some like really heavy duty guys. But it just kept on happening. I was like, and especially in Ground Zeroes. So I went back and I played some Ground Zeroes too, just because um, I had talked to one of my buddies and he was like, "Oh, you should play it and probably like you know get some of like the higher ranking officials on there, so it'll help your game out a bit." So I did that, and um, I kept on. And I think they were waking up now in hindsight. But I took out a bunch of guys. I got all the prisoners of war, and I got um, Chico, and I all put them near the helipad. And I called like, or where the helicopter comes for the first time by the the creek there, the whatever it is. So they kept on waking up, so I kept on having to shoot them. And one the guy I just ran out of trank darts with, so he ended up like alerting everyone. And I was sitting there in the cave, just like fucking dickhead. So I just ended up like punching him in the face, and I threw him into the ocean. And he's just like, "Goodbye, buddy. <laughs> Thanks for triggering all your friends." Uh, but I don't know. There's something really satisfying with stealth games when, like, you get really frustrated and you're just like, "Fuck it, I'm going to kill everyone." Everyone, right? Like, I was trying to be nice. I was trying not to get in anyone's way. I was trying to have a good time. Just get, you know, get my guy and get out. But like, you had to alert everyone. All right. Well, I'll jump in a tank and I'll kill everyone. It's just like so satisfying. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so cool. And it's something that, like, you don't get out of, like, action games, that that satisfaction, because it's, you know this game is not supposed to be that way. You know you're supposed to be, like, sneaking into the shadows. But, I don't know, maybe that's just me. Yeah. Well, Can it, you still sneak it, behind people and break necks? Um, yeah. 
You can sneak. Oh. Well, you can't like break their. I don't know if you can break their neck, but like, so you can sneak, sneak up behind a dude, grab him, and interrogate him. Um, and then you can knock him out and like you know, or or slit his throat, or slit his throat. You can do whichever one. You so want I guess to. yeah, I guess you can, I guess you can't really break their neck now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, you can still hold that, them up though. That's what I used to love about the first uh, Metal, Metal Gear. Well, not the first Metal Gear. Metal Gear Solid for the PS One was um, that just sneaking up behind them and hearing the Ugh! oh yeah, and like. And like that's like the first time they actually introduced like dual shots. Then he so like, disappears and turns into food. Yeah, or like a crate or something. <laughs> yeah. or, but like the, the the it was like kind of creepy. Like the um, you would actually feel like the controller like vibrate, and then when it broke, you feel like that final vibration of like the neck crack, and it's like oh, that's what that feels like. That's like, ugh. that's the power <laughs> of dual shock. <laughs> God, so many memories coming back. Like I know I'm like late in the game for getting it, but it's like I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a fucking field day tomorrow for this game yeah it's it's there's some things that i remember from watching people play it and from like you know the very brief uh playthrough that i did for metal gear solid 2 um where like you could still hide in porta potties and lockers and dumpsters and stuff like that you could stash bodies in there um you know like there's a lot of references to the previous games that i found uh like like the death scene is still pretty much the same thing it's still the snake, snake, snake. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and um, I don't know. I just feel like they really like with each of uh, Hideo Kojima's games, they keep on getting more and more cinematic. But I think he learned a lot from Metal Gear Solid 4. Uh, and I, again, I had never played it, but based on what I had heard, it was like pretty much you played for a couple hours and you get a cutscene for like 20 minutes. Yeah. Play for a couple hours, you get a cutscene for 20 minutes. Loading screen, make a sandwich. That yeah. way you have a sandwich for when the cutscene comes. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's not the case in this one whatsoever. Um, it's really a lot of gameplay. The cutscenes are brief, except the beginning, which feels like a really long cutscene, but I like just I loved it. I thought it was really cool when you it, like... It's less like you're playing a video game than you are experiencing a video game. Yeah. Like you're you're playing it, but there's also this huge like cinematic aspect to it that they really made in four, and they absolutely carried over to this one. Yeah, like the whole time I was playing it, I was just like, I really wish that Project Morpheus was out so I could use that in conjunction with Metal Gear Solid Five when it came out, because that would be awesome. Sure. Like you're sitting there in bed in virtual reality, but like you lost your arm, like that would fuck with you so bad. Because I don't know, like, if you guys have ever, like, if you've had, like, the ability to put on either uh, the Oculus Rift or another VR headset that came out recently. But it really does fuck with your spatial, like, your, your spatial awareness. Like, one of my buddies is an uh, indie game developer, so he brought me over and let me kind of t- test out his demo level that he made. So I put it on, and it's just this open world. Not the best graphics, it was just very, like, you know, like, placeholder stuff, but, like... I forgot how low the ceiling was and I forgot like you have to like keep in mind you're like all right like before you put it on I got four steps back six steps to the side and maybe two steps forward so don't fuck with that and then like you end up like playing you're having fun or whatever and then you take it off and you're completely turned around and you think you're facing the same way. Yeah, so, disor- disorienting. I watched a yeah. video of some guy. He was uh, using an Oculus, and, and there was like a roller coaster simulator. Mm. And when he got to the top of the hill, somebody pushed him oh, no. in real life, and he was he fell over and was just panicking. <laughs> like, like it, it's just it's it's so surreal. But I guess it's you know it's really that. Uh, 
Well, that's exactly what it is too, because it's in, it's not only is it virtual reality, but it's 3D as well. Like it's like everything just looks, even though like the graphics aren't good, so it looks fake. It just looks, it feels real. It fucks with you. So like imagine that when you're in bed as Snake in the beginning and you're just looking and you have no arm and then like, you know, that panic of like you can't move and you're watching like dudes get killed around you and all that stuff. Or even like a little bit later when um, like, so this is where I am right now. Like I haven't beaten it. I haven't even think I've gotten to the first boss yet, but I'm in this fort. I'm doing a side mission uh, or a side op as it's called in the game. And I have to like, I'm like, I have to crawl through all of these like air, air vents essentially, but it's so like compact that it forces me into first person mode. And I'm going in there forever. Like there's no, like there's only like three ways to get up from there. So imagine if like you're playing this game and you're claustrophobic and you're playing it with Project Morpheus Helm on. Like you would not play that game ever again. That's like your worst fear. If you if you like jump out, someone's gonna shoot you in the face, but you have to stay in this confined space. Are they even better? There are some people who have been like uh, photoshopping and, and conceptualizing uh, horror games with the oh, Oculus yeah. Rift and Morpheus. Like, how crazy would it be? Like, couple that with like the um, like the uh, you know alternate reality stuff, the AR stuff that's going on. So, yeah. so, so imagine like uh, you know your apartment is mapped out, and you know you put on the Oculus Rift or the Morpheus, and you're playing a horror game. Like, some people have been like conceptualizing that. I'm like, that is both horrifying and amazing at the same time. That would I, fuck I, with I'm me. I'm tempted to just fire up like uh, Amnesia: The Dark Descent with an Oculus Rift. Oh God, that, that'd be cool. That's it. That's like your because the whole thing fuel. is the whole thing is first person. It's all about running away. You know. Oof. Yeah. Oof. I couldn't do it. I can't that, even do it just sitting that, here. Yeah, that are like like Slenderman or something. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Any yeah. of those? The where you got to find the eight pages in the woods no. or whatever. You know. Yeah, with PT. Oculus Rift. Yeah. No. I, PT yeah. with Oculus Rift. I can. I can. I can actually beat that. If they ever do a Fatal Frame remaster, like that game freaked the shit out of me when we used to watch it back in the college days. Yeah. Yeah, like, our, our collective college experience. Yeah, Casey <laughs> was there. That's yeah. it. Good times. Yeah. <laughs> back then, we're calling the case man. <laughs> but like for, for those of you who don't know, and if anyone doesn't know what Fatal Frame is and listening to this, well, you know, I could be the first one to tell you about it. Um it's an older PS2 game. You play as like a little Asian girl who has a camera walking around this like super haunted, disturbing village, ancient village. It was a Japanese. It was Japanese, right? I assume. Yeah. yeah Japanese. I, think it was I mean, haven't there been problems like getting all the games brought over to the States too? Like uh, that's, yeah. that's how Japanese it is. Yeah. It's, it's pretty fucking <laughs> Japanese, but like the whole idea is like cameras capture souls. So, like, that's your defense is you take pictures of the ghosts and you'll capture them. But you only have a certain amount of film and, like, some ghosts cause more film and some film takes a while and all this kind of stuff. But it's, like, some really haunting imagery of the ghosts based on what I remember. So, like, imagine that in first person and all you have is a camera to defend yourself. That's it. Jesus. That would fuck with me. And I know Amnesia, you don't really have anything to defend yourself. But, like, I don't know. Amnesia just didn't, like, get to me, you know? Oh, it got to me big time. Like, you know, you see all the jokes about people who are like, ho, oh, oh, zero minutes played on record. Check it out, guys, on Steam. I'm so brave. But, like, yeah. actually playing that game, 
you know, if you're alone and you're playing it in the dark, like, you know, you try to set your environment up to have, like, you know, a real gaming experience, you know, it's not all sunshine and rainbows around you when you're trying to play this game, right. it can get pretty scary. Uh, right. I'm not I'm not a person who, who is easily jump-scared or, or feels terrified in a real-life situation or even when I'm watching a movie, but that game scared the bejesus out of me. Well, it's a, same, a similar thing with, like, Silent Hill 2 for me. Um, I think it... I don't remember who it was with. I want to say it was with you, Serge, but I don't remember that for a fact. But, like, again, back in the dorm days, I was playing Silent Hill 2 on my computer, and I had a couple buddies around me. They were just making fun of it, like, ah, screw you, Pyramid Head, you can't catch me, blah, 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 stuff like that. And we're solving problems. And when you have a crew, it's just, like, nothing's really scary. But then I was, like, everyone kind of left. They Everyone went to their own, like, rooms. And, like, I was still, like, kind of a little wired. So I was like, whatever, I'll play it, you know, no big deal. <laughs> and, then uh, the game. and I was alone <laughs> with the headphones on because I was sleeping. <laughs> and I was just like, I literally saw Pyramid Head and I felt like he was looking at me and he was just like, hey, I'm not so scary, huh? He wasn't just looking at me. He was looking at yeah, me. He was looking at me and he was just like, I got your number, pal. No. I'm right to you. He was just I'm like, well, hello, Greg. Yeah. Ah! Like what? He's like, like in Aqua Teen, he's like, tonight. You. 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 <laughs> He's head banana. You uh, that turkey? <laughs> oh, my God. Real quick, real quick. For Silent Hill, playing it by myself, 13 years old, when my mom's at work, home alone in the house, and my dog would bark at the screen like it's really something happening. Oh, God. The dog terrifying. was right. He knew. Yeah. Knew. Especially the part where you go into the bathroom or like parts where like the little baby, little like ghost babies are jumping around. Like He would bark at the fucking TV screen. So it's like... It's midnight. He's barking. It's like, all right, I gotta stop this. I gotta watch Star Wars and feel better about myself. Cause, <laughs> oh god, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the the, 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 so, the soothing face of Mark Hamill will always calm you down when you're playing a horror yeah. game. Except and if you're watching, except if you're watching The Flash, where he's like super creepy in his jail cell, Hannibal Lecter style. Yeah, there's that. Yeah, there's that. Oh god. Maybe just watch Elmo and Grouchland. <laughs> Maybe just stick to that. Um, anyways, back to, back to Metal Gear. Um, there's a lot of, like, cool little, like, and I think this game, like I was saying, would, would go well with, really well with augmented reality, especially with the intro and how cinematic it feels and how, like, crazy a lot of it is. But, like, also just, like, some of, like, the open world stuff, like the villages, like, imagine just, like, having that thrill of being there and just, like, stealth killing some dudes or even just stealth takedown. And or just like listening in on conversations. Uh, tactical takedown. Tactical. I'm sorry. Tactical. Let's tactical do the whole fucking takedown. village, man. Let's do the whole fucking village, Dave. It's a video game. Oh, oh. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, and they, there's a lot of cool stuff about the game too that I really like, like the whole upgrade system, like the whole like base slash upgrade system is really cool. They took it, the the absolute best thing that that was in Peace Walker for yeah. uh, what PSP. Yes, and they put it. They brought it back, and I'm so glad that they did because I am all about micromanaging needless bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) But like, it gives you a reason not to kill everyone, other than just getting an S rank, you know? Yeah, and explore the area because there's diamonds hidden all over the place. Oh, absolutely, and to interrogate dudes because they'll tell you where the diamonds are, where the resources are, and where their buddies are, and like where like the best, most badass dude is that you can extract for you know your base. Like that happening outside. I like grabbed a dude. And I was just like, I just want to know where diamonds are. Just like, yo, where are the diamonds at? And he's just like, uh, well, there's a super badass dude that's right over there. And I got my binoculars upgraded, so I looked at him, and he was like, I think he was like a, a B or an A rank. And I was like, I don't have one of those yet. 
You oh will be God. mine. Yeah. Well, you probably you have uh, you've got Kojima on your team though, right? He's like an S rank in communications. Oh yeah, I mean like not like yeah like so not that like ones that I found, not that they've just given to me. Oh yeah, just dudes in the field. Yeah, yeah B, it, B, especially at the start of the game, like seeing somebody with like a B rank is like outrageous. Yeah. So I saw him. I was like, "You, hello. I'm gonna How put would you, you like in a come? parachute and send you into space. <laughs> How would you like to come work for Big Boss? Huh? Huh? No? Well, too bad. You're I, going anyway. I love that they they scream when you do the Fulton thing on them. Oh, it's so good. Because <laughs> it's just like they're just like, uh, 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 ah! It's like so. In, it's so like violent too and like the the sound the the parachute makes when it grabs him too like you know he'll like swoosh and it alerts enemies which is so perfect i love that people were doing that to bears oh yeah because you can make your own little zoo on uh on outer heaven or whatever yeah oh i have to tell you mother base or i gotta gotta tell you guys this too um so if anyone doesn't know bears in video games are the bane of my existence like they, I don't know why they just always kill me. Uh, Red Dead Redemption was the only bears that I've ever been able to topple. So in Dragon Age Inquisition, the reason why I don't play it anymore is because every time I spawn, there's always this fucking bear, and he's always just waiting for me, and he <laughs> always just decimates me. Um, and one time, hey I didn't Greg, see him. you got yeah. my picnic biscuits. It's like fucking Yoki and Poopoo <laughs> on crack. So like. Like, the one time they didn't spawn, and I was like, oh, good, like, they, you know, like, maybe they, it was a glitch or something, and they fixed it, or, like, I don't know, like, I downloaded a patch, and it's not there anymore, so I took down some dudes, and the bear fucking waited for all of my companions to die, and I had, like, two hits left, and just came out and just swiped me, and I was like, that's it, fuck this game, and I, like, uninstalled it, I was like, I'm never playing it again, and then I saw a bear in fucking Metal Gear, and I was yep. like, oh, God. Oh, did you, did you was, try and punch it? Did you seek, you see the bear to death? I well, I I tried to like tranquilize it, and I wasted all of my ammo on it. Yup, and he just killed me. And I was like, "Well, I'm leaving that bear alone." I tried to engage bears. the bear immediately in hand-to-hand combat. I realized this is a bad idea. Do you have to like sneak up on it and just like fold in it? No, you well, you can't fault in it if it's uh, conscious because oh, it, it it has that you know like how there's like the the percentage success chance. Oh yeah, yeah. Zero. It's like it's like zero if they're okay. awake. Okay. Um. But I didn't. I didn't even capture it. I just. I was just like, screw it. I'm gonna try this. Like, I'm. I'm the boss, man. I'm gonna yeah. punch the shit out of a bear. This is the first opportunity I have to do this. Greg, you, you know, like my buddy with deer. I mean, just like think about buddy. it. You, you you spend nine years in a hospital. You're the world's most supreme badass. Everybody's on your case. You're out there in the field proving yourself to Ocelot and and Miller and all these other guys. You telling me if you don't punch out a bear and send that back, they're not gonna go nuts. Yeah. Your heroism meter is going to go, like, to a bajillion. It's like this guy punched out a bear. You could literally kill <laughs> everyone else for the rest of the game, and you will not take a dip in your heroism because you took yeah. down a bear with your That's fucking it. hands. I was not successful. I ran no. out of trank ammo and fists because the yeah. bear killed me. <laughs> I, if I see that bear again, I might just try to stick C4 on it and run away. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's my new thing right now is C4. I just stick it on everything, and I, like, blow things up. Um, I was doing this, I was, that's what, that's what I was doing. Um, I was doing this little like stealth, um, I had to get these three lieutenants or something out of this village and I got two of them. And what I did was before I really went in, cause I knew I didn't like tag everyone. Cause there were some dudes that were just indoors and walking around and I couldn't do it. Um, what I did 
was I put C4 on the two vehicles that were there just as a distraction in case like they got onto me or like they were kind of about to see me. I could just blow those two up and run away. The old James Bond kind of move. Yeah, exactly. Proximity mines. Got to have your exit. That's it, man. So uh, I put them on Oh, you know, just not to interrupt you again, but they, they, they straight up tell you that like the first time you go into a building. Yeah, I love that. Miller oh, yeah. comes have over the radio an and he's like, always make sure you have an exit plan. I'm like, yeah. oh, man. It's like my, I have a real support team. My exit plan is killing everyone before I go in. That way I don't need an exit plan. <laughs> da, 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 da. Well, anyways, so I put the C4 on them and I, I get the two dudes. I extract them. Um, I, they get, I think they both gave me like an A and an A plus rank, which was fucking awesome. And I couldn't find the third dude. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm like, where the fuck is it? And I was just like, all right, well, I'm going to go, like, I'm going to try to flush them out. So I blew up both the cars so they would all, all go running to it so I could tag them and see which one is which. It turns out the third dude was on one of the cars or near it and I couldn't see him. So I killed him by accident. Oof. So I completed the mission. But how fast? I was just like, I was like, but like, I want, you know, I want him to join his two buddies. They were like the three musketeers. Wanted, I wanted uh, D'Artagnan on my team. Like, <laughs> but yeah, it was just kind of like one of the things I was like, well, you know, I guess if it works, it works. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. So I just kind of like went along my mission. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i with you there. I, I didn't get, I didn't play too much. I, I played a couple hours. I, I think we're roughly about in the same place because we were speaking before the podcast about the uh, the mission where you, you get the bionic arm technician. Yeah. And yeah. as soon as you get them, you get a well, you get two of them, right? You get the one arm that increases agility, mm-hmm. like you get what I, I I didn't actually try it. Did you Did you try it? No, I just did the golden one. I also went for the gold one because it said there's a sweet running punch move. Yeah. And they're not kidding when you <laughs> when you sprint and throw a punch, it does the Bionic Man sound effect. You know the. Oh, I haven't even tried to do it yet. No, oh my honestly. god, it's hilarious! It's hilarious, and it doesn't get less funny the more dudes that you punch. Oh god, I can't wait. That is the greatest thing I've heard all night. It's, it's, totally am- it's so good. Yeah, totally. highly recommend the golden arm. Not the most practical when equipped as a secondary weapon, but goddamn, is it fun? Yeah. Oh, yeah. and well, actually, it is pretty practical. When you cold cock a guy with that weapon, it immediately knocks him out. That's cool. I mean, yeah, you could do it just as fast with a tactical takedown, but you're, like, basically throwing out a haymaker clothesline and clubbing dudes. That's so good. It's so sweet. Ridiculous. It's sweet. It's, like, Metal Gear, to me, based on what I've heard about it, and based on all of the things that, like, you know, you hear, like, pop culture, like, the whole um, Psycho Mantis boss battle and, like, all that. It's really, like, these games are super serious, but they take these, like, ridiculous turns sometimes, you know? And that's what I really like about them is like there's like a like the whole like you know you punch a dude out with your metal arm and it knocks him out. Obviously it knocks him out because it's a metal fucking arm. Yep. It's like you're hitting him with over the head with like a a crowbar. Um, but it's not something you would think of when you're playing a game. Um, it's just like those little like breaks from reality, which I I super appreciate about it, and especially the whole like they make you hunt animals kind of thing, which is really funny. So like. It's funny when the the soldiers get taken away by the little parachute thing, but it's even funnier when it's sheep. Yes. They just go, bah! <laughs> and it's just like, it's awesome. And like the, the dogs, the same thing. It's like, whoa! 
Not the dogs. <laughs> it's so oh, cool. Oh, God. Yeah. It's it's so cool. And, like, I think it's just, like, it's super... I really appreciate that part of it. Um, just for, like, exploration purposes. You know what I mean? Sure. I, um, I mean, there's a lot There's a lot to do. It's not a, a, it's not a, a game that I would call linear by any stretch. You know, and, and the way that you select missions, they almost put it like an open world kind of thing. Yeah. Because you, 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 know, you go to the, the landing zone, but then you have six different objectives that you don't have to do, but you can. Um, and they're all in different areas across the map. You can do them in any order. It's, uh, it's great. It's, it's really great. Um, and I didn't play Ground Zeroes at all. And I, I mean, I know that it's it's short. There's like just the the two missions or whatever, you know, deja yeah. vu and um, yeah. the other one. But th- this this game is like it's unbelievable. Like you know, I, I've been a fan of the Metal Gear series a long time. I've you know, for better or worse, <coughs> Metal Gear Solid too. But um, <laughs> you know, I'll tell you, making a big change like this, I'm totally okay with it. Yeah, I mean, like me, obviously, like not being much of a fan i'm okay with it because i like it even more uh and one of my buddies good old uh tanziman he is super he's the guy who's like he might as well be big boss like he's just super metal geared up and he loves this game last time i talked to him and he is usually one of the guys who doesn't appreciate uh, a, a change in a direction that's so drastic but i feel like this is just so well done in terms of gameplay in terms of graphics in terms of storyline and voice acting that is just like you you have to like it like it's so well thought out i feel like the changes in this are also kind of unavoidable and just oh, yeah. from the way motion works in games now like uh i the best comparison i can think of is you remember those like old wrestling games on nintendo 64 Mm-hmm. Where it, it's kind of like they're good and they play well, but it's kind of like stilted. Like you go into grapple mode and then you know the B button is just punches. Mm-hmm. Old Metal Gear is kind of like that, and that like you know you have your grapple and this this and that. But now with the whole slow down effect, you know when you're when they see you and you can like take out like four guys at a time, or yeah. the just the tactical takedown where you walk right up to a guy, disassemble his gun in front of him, and then knock him out. It's so it's so smooth and fluid, and you couldn't have that in a game. You know, I would even say seven years ago is 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 yeah doable. But like ten years ago, fifteen years ago, no yeah. way, yeah. absolutely not. Um, and yeah, it's, it, oh, it's so good. And also, I think a lot of it has to do with um, there's now, especially in these like the, since Xbox 360 and on, like mid Xbox 360 and on. Um, there's been like a standard for how a game should feel, you know, like before it was just kind of like there was, they didn't really have that. And like, you know, button layouts were completely up to the game developers where now there's like a standard right trigger will always be shoot left trigger will always be aimed down your sights. If you're in a shooting game, thanks call of duty. And that's just the, I mean, it just makes sense though. Oh, sure. Like like with muscle memory and, and, and I don't know how, you know, call or who was it? Was it Infinity Ward that first brought that in on Call of Duty? I don't know, whoever it was, um, how they kind of figured that out. But it just made sense. And it made going back to earlier shooters, like, almost impossible. Like, I couldn't play Halo as well anymore because aiming down your sights wasn't the same way until Halo 4 when they incorporated that that style of play. Uh, and the same thing, like, Destiny has it. Uh, Borderlands has it. Like, everyone. That's just the way it is. Bioshock 2 even incorporated, or I'm sorry, Infinite. Bioshock Infinite even incorporated it. 
which was super interesting because they're like the i don't know like the the opposite of call of duty pretty much that they make out irrational games like they're like the anti infinity ward they're all about like substance and story and graphics instead of just like multiplayer gameplay let's turn out this four-hour campaign because we have to have something right because and then titanfall tried to get away with not doing that and people bought it and then they kind of like really quickly jumped off of it yeah people were like what is this it sucks yeah yeah it was just like like i I, I was one of those two like i bought the system but for titanfall and i played the shit out of it for a while and then i just started realizing i was just like yeah like you know like a giant robot can only draw you so much into it before you're just like, I've seen it all. And you can only play the same four maps so many times. Where it's just like, slowly my Xbox One just kind of started collecting dust. And there it is today. Still with dust. Although I do have to get in on Gears of War. You're, you're looking at it, aren't you? Like right now, just like yeah. wondering why you got it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like the Gears of War Ultimate Edition is just kind of standing there, like right next to it. And I'm just like, oh, <laughs> I'll get to you eventually. Don't worry. Someday. He Something said to there. his Steam library. Yeah. yeah. I remember, like, all the hype that was there for, like, um, Titanfall. And it was, like, massive amounts of hype. I remember everyone talking about it. It's going to be the Call of Duty killer and whatnot. And all of a sudden, it was just like, This game's okay. Gone. Yeah. Well, they, they did a lot of things right that Call of Duty took from it, too. To give it, like, you know, the whole, like, and in, in, in the, what was it, uh, Black Ops 3 beta that we played... It's super influenced by Titanfall, like the raw, the raw running, on the walls. The wall running, um, you know, like having the special abilities, all that kind of stuff. The only thing it's missing are the giant mechs, which they got rid of and incorporated uh, supers, essentially, you know. Um, so it, it definitely like it didn't kill Call of Duty, but it transformed Call of Duty, I'd say. Oh yeah, no, that's just that's just me. Anyways, so uh, well, I do have a, a question for you, you guys, then, because I know yeah. Serge is not a big fan. You said you haven't played a whole lot of the games, and Dave has only played the first Metal Gear Solid. So I, that'd be true. I guess that leaves me, who has played every single game in the series. Mm-hmm. Um, what has it deterred you guys? Like, was there some kind of deterrent that prevented you from playing the other ones, or? Um, not, I mean, I just didn't have a PlayStation. So like I did not like doing homework in school at all. So my grades reflected that. Um, so my parents just took away like everything ever, except for like Legos and my homework. Um, and that's how I got really into drawing is <laughs> because I didn't want to do like, a, they eventually took away the Legos and I didn't want to do homework. So it was just like, I'm going to draw for hours instead of doing homework. But, um, they they took i had n64 taken away from me for like two years like i forgot i had a nintendo 64 so and that was right around the time that playstation and xbox really started like kicking in so i never got a chance to play them because i never had the systems and then when i finally got like you know access to the systems via buddies and roommates in college they just didn't have metal gear so i ended up playing like what they had which was like time splitters kingdom hearts one and two um, Final Fantasy X, um, Dynasty Warriors, like all those kind of stuff, which is, and you know, like in Halo and Street Fighter. So, and I, I had Street Fighter on, on Sega Genesis beforehand, but I did not know what I was doing. It incorporated me crouching in a corner and leg sweeping the whole time. 
Bison! Yeah, pretty much. That's, that's, <laughs> that's what I did. Um, so I just never honestly had a chance to play it at, when it was at its prime. And I'm a graphic snob for sure. So like when I go back to try to play them and they, they look as they look, I'm just like, eh. and they control <laughs> as they control. And I'm like, Ugh. you might, you might be the kind of person who would need to play twin snakes instead of the first metal gear solid. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like, and I got the, um, the HD remake on 316 when it came out and I just like, couldn't do it. It was so outdated at that. It's point. blocky. It's almost like Tekken blocky. But it's just like the controls too are just like, uh, like they're not responsive. And I know it's like they're not going to change the controls because that's like part of the game, part of the experience, stuff like that. But I just didn't get it. Like it wasn't clicking for me. And then I watched uh, my buddy play it, and he was really good at it. like he memorized like where the guards are and all the levels, stuff like that. And I'm just like, I saw how much work it took him to get from point A to point B, and I was like, yeah, I'm okay. This feels like a personal investment yeah. more than it does a game. Yeah. It's just like, I'm not really in the mood for hanging out in lockers for five minutes waiting for the right guard to come by. So, <laughs> How do you, you know, know that that guard shit is pants? How do you know that that guard's actually a woman? <laughs> no, you just got to watch the ass wiggle. That's what it's all about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like, and, you know. I'm I'm surprised I play I'm playing Metal Gear Solid Five because I'm one of those guys too who are like if I want to get in on a series I want to get in from the ground floor and that's why I love Netflix so much get in from the ground zero yeah I see that there <laughs> um, sorry so I never played Metal Gear Solid Four because I hadn't played the previous ones even though I had a PS3 when it had, when it had come out because um, I was like oh I'm just gonna be lost I'm not gonna get anything I'm just not gonna bother and then like all of a sudden like you know. Ground Zeroes came out. We got it for free on PSN. Played a little bit. Really wasn't into it. Kind of like... I, I liked it a lot more. But it was just kind of like... I didn't really sit down and give it time until recently. And once you... like it, Metal Gear is definitely one of those games that you have to invest in time-wise. You have to give it time. It's not going to be like a 10-minute fucking Pokemon shuffle. Like, you know, like you match the Pokemon and then, hey, you get a Squirtle. No, you have to like sit down for at least a couple hours so you can get your bearings figure out like the landscape figure out what you can get away with and what you can't get away with and just be a boss pretty much not to mention now you get all this like extra radio content and tapes to listen to about the, yeah. the scope of the political world in the in this universe and the music too the soundtrack on it's fantastic like when uh when i went on that like crazy like like murder strange uh i put on that david bowie song it was awesome was it from diamond dogs it was yeah it was like you know it was the opening david bowie song oh all right. yeah, yeah. Gotcha. what is that like the man who owned the world or something like that uh the i can't remember i'll find out what it is yeah but like i, I listened to that and i was just like hell fucking yeah yeah. Now, now I'm a boss. I'm murdering to a calm, eerie David Bowie song. <laughs> what more do you want out of life? It's a symphony of bullets. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I don't know about you guys. Like, why anyone else, if anyone else was avoiding it, or they just, you know, like Surge? Yeah, at the time, I didn't have a PlayStation, uh, and a lot of my friends were playing it, so I was just like, oh, that's, that's pretty neat. 
I mean, like another story is very interesting. It kind of seems like it'd be, it could be like a huge, amazing motion picture if Hollywood ever tries to pick it up, even though it has its own following, its own cinematics and its own movie kind of story. And it's interesting because you can you can watch like all of the cutscenes and they're like a gigantic movie. Yeah, and you don't really mm. feel like you've missed anything. Exactly. Yeah, mm. it's pretty cool. But yeah, at the time, you know, it wasn't that you know I was like, oh fuck Snake. No, it's just like uh, you know, I didn't have PlayStation, so I wasn't really into going out of my way to try to play it, but everybody is raving about about this one, and I've seen uh, gameplay, a lot of my, my, my buddies and you guys are playing it, and they're like, oh my god, dude, it's like Red Dead Redemption, you know, like you're, you know, you're Snake again, and everyone's just been dying for this game. Like, I have a buddy who's just like, I ordered the Super Ultra Megazord version with the red hand and everything. Oh, the one that comes <laughs> with the little hand? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he couldn't wait. Absolutely couldn't wait. He was like, dude, work ends in T minus. Oh, I can see the FedEx truck tracking. Oh, God, I can't. Uh, oh, my God, Metal Gear. Yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah. His head was exploding. He was like, I can't get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, I, the name of this David Bowie song is The Man Who Sold the World. That's what Sick. it was. The Man Who Sold the World. Such an inappropriate song for the game, too. Um, so, wait, Casey. Here's um, so not being a Metal Gear fan, um, and I, I'm sure there are people listening to that are playing Metal Gear Solid Five for the first time, um, and they're also it's their first Metal Gear game that they're playing as well, just like me. Could you explain like just as you know, kind of briefly, like Big Boss? And there's another Snake, right? Or isn't there like other dude who looks like Big Boss? I can or something? I can give you the whole rundown, man. But I mean, this uh, this podcast is only a little over an hour, so we yeah. might have well, to I do mean, it like, over the know, course if, of if, seven or eight podcasts. If you can, like, briefly, just like, you know. Yeah, I'll give it to you real quick. So yeah. this guy named Jack is uh, a soldier of fortune. He served in World War II with this uh, person named the boss who basically trained him in everything that he knew, or she knew, to, to be the, the greatest warrior ever. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe he didn't serve in World War II, because I know he was a young man in the 60s. Anyway, um, he he basically, he starts as just a regular soldier kind of a guy, but because of his training and the people that he knows, um, he gets tasked with having to take down all these like crazy supernatural bad guys. And over time, the legend grows of this this naked snake, you know, this big boss as he becomes. Um, and it gets to a point where we see him, you know, throughout... Metal Gear Solid 3 is the earliest time that we see him. Then in something like Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker, he's starting to develop like his own kind of privatized army, you know, uh, just as a response to the the growing Cold War state of the world around him. That you know everybody's got nukes. You know you need to defend yourself. You got to prepare yourself for the war that's coming. Things like that. Hmm. And then when you see him in Metal Gear Solid 5, um, he's waking up out of a coma. You know. Uh, there are things already set in motion by people who are fanatically devoted to him um, to, to I guess, take his place as the greatest soldier. And in a weird way, kind of like the, a paramilitaristic ruler of the free world. Um, and uh, you do learn more about that uh, just from his... I mean, just for, as you see in the first you know hour or whatever of the game, you know, just the things that Kazuhiro Miller says about him and the way that he acts around him. And the way that Ocelot talks to you and treats you. Um, and how you're just standing on Mother Base and dudes will just salute you as you walk by. And you'll mm. grab them with CQC and throw them on the ground. They'll be like, thank you, sir. May I have another, sir? Yeah. Like, it's hilarious. But, like, this guy is a living legend. Um, 
and then as he gets older, he's he's part of this uh, government science project that takes his DNA and creates clones. That way, his legacy will always live on. Hmm. And that's where you get guys like Solid Snake, Liquid Snake, and Solidus Snake, um, hmm. who have their own agendas and things like that. Uh, Solid Snake, of course, being the most prominent as the protagonist, um, who works for the government and is an otherwise fairly good guy, but is a soldier who's kind of looking for a way out, you know, for a, for a war that seems ongoing. Interesting. So, Metal Gear Solid 1, you play as Big Boss? You play as Solid Snake. Play as Solid Snake. Metal Gear Solid Snake. 2? You play as Raiden, or Raiden, Gear so- oh, yeah, uh, Raiden. and Solid Snake. And, okay, Metal Gear Solid 3? You play as Big... You play as big boss before he's big boss so he's called naked snake right yeah and that was the one that kind of became more third person right and is and is bar none the the absolute most stealth oriented and survival oriented out of all it's why it's a lot of people's favorite to be honest with you and if uh and if i had to pitch the series to anybody like if if i was like play this game if you don't like it you won't like the rest of them Mm -hmm. you give a metal gear solid three first Okay. The game okay. is just so well polished in in every way. And does is that where he loses his eye in number three? It is. Ocelot. Okay. Uh, Ocelot shoots it out. <laughs> oh, that jerk. Fuck he's, you. He's ju- he's juggling revolvers at the time. Oh god. And he and he misfires one of them. And uh, whoops. <laughs> he catch, he, the muzzle flare catches him in the face. Oh god. Yeah, it's rough. Uh, and then four is Big Boss again. No, four is Solid Snake again. Like oh. maybe ten, fifteen years after the events of Metal Gear Solid Two. I so the, so the way the ordering of the game goes is three, Peace Walker, um, then five, then the original Metal Gears on NES or MXS or MSX mm-hmm. or whatever it is, mm-hmm. like the Metal Gear One and then Metal Gear Two Solid Snake. Mm-hmm. Then it's Metal Gear Solid One, Metal Gear Solid Two, Metal Gear Solid Four. Okay. And I mean, there's the there's the other ones like uh, that I'm I'm missing. Like Revengeance takes place after four, but I haven't played all those. I I played the main ones and Peace Walker. Yeah, so. yeah, that's cool. That's but nice, it's nice. I'll tell you, if there's if there's a more complicated story in a video game series, I haven't met it because Metal Gear almost certainly takes the cake. <laughs> really? You think so? Absolutely. You can ask anybody who's a fan of the series, and they'll tell you like the story is so complex. So hard to understand, and for a long time, just because now we have five games where we have like full backstory, right. but before that, so much stuff was confusing. Like you know, oh, like Liquid Snake is still alive through somebody's arm. Like what? That's crazy. Like what are nano machines? Like why is everything nano machines? It's it's it gets really really nuts. But if you're a fan and you like what you hear and you're willing to accept a lot of like silly science talk and a lot of you know sort of dumb plot bullshit, it's great. When you see all the pieces come together, it's fantastic. Yeah, it makes me wish that like I could stomach the actual games. I might you, just try to like. You really can if you. I'll I'll tell you, man. If you play through all of five, and you really like it, go back, play Metal Gear Solid Three. Um, it you know it'll give you a real appreciation. Also, just for for Naked Snake Big Boss as a character, mm-hmm. and after that, uh, Twin Snakes, you can skip Metal Gear Solid Two. It's all right. Uh, and then play four, because four is probably the closest you're going to get to this, in yeah. terms of how it's half stealth, half action, rather than almost totally tactical espionage. You know, I kind I kind of wish they had just put four on uh, on Steam. You know. Yeah. It w- well, it was PlayStation exclusive, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's tough. Wah, wah. 
I don't own it myself. I played it on a friend's console, so. Yeah, I think all my buddies got rid of their PS3s, though, when the PS4 came out. So, I don't know. I'll, I'll look into it. Maybe I'll do, like, that PlayStation On Demand or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I can I can see you really liking the, the series as a whole. Just, I yeah. mean, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, based on what you're saying, it just sounds awesome. It's just like, man, I'm so shallow when it comes to games. It's that, and it's just a lot to take in. It's a lot. Yeah. You know, we're talking about a franchise that's, that is 30 years old now. It, right? Maybe? Yeah. Am I, uh, yeah, they... I mean, at least, yeah, because it was on the original NES was the first one, right? Yeah, so there you go. I mean, it, it yeah. you know, assuming that's still not the case, Metal Gear Solid was, what, 1997? That's almost 20 years. Yeah. So, yeah. still yeah, a very long time. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, even, even I myself, I didn't get into the series until I was in college. My, uh, yeah. my buddy Eli, who, uh, he also got me into podcasting, too, which is really funny. Hey. All things considered, yeah, great guy. Um, he started <laughs> he started telling me about the series, and I was like, you know, yeah, you know, I played a demo disc that came out of Electronic Gaming Monthly a couple of years ago. Didn't do anything for me. He's like, listen, man, you're older now. You got to give it a shot, and I did, and I love it. I love it. Nice. Anyway, so well, anyways, um, we're 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 gearing towards the end of of everything, so. Yeah, so it's about time we... Wait a second, Greg. It's not over yet. It's not? It's not. We have secret questions. Questions. And here's the real secret. I got one this week. I thought of one, too, after that, so... Oh, that's good. Well, mine's we got a double secret question. Double secret question. Oh, I can't contain the excitement! We have to... We have Going with the DP, all right. Dave was being quiet for too long. That's what happened right there, folks. <laughs> I was letting it build. I'm like, come on, come to on. I need my moment. I need my moment. This is my moment. Anyways, so that was his moment. He enjoyed it. Good, great, awesome. Moving on. Um, we're we're just not gonna like do two <laughs> secret questions because people start getting spoiled by the secret questions. But uh, Casey, I want you to go first. What is your? It's real. It's real quick and question? easy. So so the first Metal Gear Solid is well, actually, all all the games are really hallmarked by the wacky bosses in a lot of ways. They're, they're all very unique. Uh, they're all really memorable. And they all have really cool names. Uh, in the first game, you get guys like Psycho Mantis and Vulcan Raven and, you know, Revolver Ocelot. Revolver Ocelot! Yeah, see, there like you go. Well, it's just fun to say. You know, and then in things like Metal Gear Solid 3, you get, like, the pain and the fury and the fear. Mm. You know? So if you guys had to pick out a cool code name to join Big Boss's unit, because you see, when you play Metal Gear Solid Five, all the dudes you pick up get like a random adjective and a random animal. Name. Oh, it's so funny those Which things. Is, oh, it's hilarious. You're given the choice to pick your own code name. They don't just slap you with a random one. Okay. What do you choose? I would be Kentucky Noisewater. <laughs> what? <laughs> you heard me. That's accurate. <laughs> I can see that. Been thinking about this for a long time now. Kentucky Noisewater. Kentucky. Uh, what were you preparing for a career in highway trucking? Don't know what I was preparing for, but <laughs> prepared. <laughs> Just prepared in general. Okay, I can dig it. We're not expecting that answer so quickly, were you, TV's Casey? No, I was definitely not. Ah, uh, yes. Well then, <laughs> you've got me there. And that's why he forms the head, folks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my brain. <laughs> <laughs> I'll form oh my the legs. 
<laughs> All right, we're we're gonna have Dave last because of reasons that I'm thinking oh, about. Uh, see, I don't so, I don't even uh, know what, what? I, I feel. I feel. What? All right, cool. Give me more time. I, right. I feel like I feel like no right more now. time. No, Dave, Dave, go now. Yeah, go now, Dave. Go, go now, go now. <laughs> no, I abstain and I will go last. No, what have I done? Too late. <laughs> You've done it already. Too late. I'm, I'm abstaining. I will go last. Damn and, it. And that's how Sergio got demoted to forming the feet. <laughs> <laughs> The toenail, the crust. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I guess I don't know what I would do. In all honesty, um, I would probably just be good old Booster Greg or Boost Booster Prime. Kind of combine my my nickname with my fucking favorite Autobot. No, well my my oh, okay. um my gamer tag. Yeah, oh, the, the, right. the last thing on my gamer tag on Xbox Live uh, was Prime, and everyone like you, Casey, was like, "Oh, yeah, like Autobots," and I was like, "No, nah, it's like Superboy Prime because he's like the fucking man." Yeah, and go. like no one ever was like, "Oh yeah, Superboy Prime." Everybody loves those uh, those boxy robots. Yeah, those those goddamn Autobots. Um, yeah, Booster Prime. That sounds pretty cool. And now it's Dave's turn. Well, it's either because I do like my normal tag, Bearded Menace, you know, because it's like, oh, God, you know, what is he? Like, hmm. he's a hairy guy, but, you know, he, we understand he has a beard, but what makes him a menace? What does he do? Does he scout people? Does he suffocate them with his beard? You know, like, what does he do exactly? So just that, just name Bearded Menace, it's like, and the fact that I could be anyone with a beard, you know, so if you have to hunt me down, it's like, all right, well. He's gonna have a pretty big beard, and if I'm in Scotland, I'm fucked because they all kind of have beards. This guy we're looking for, he can't possibly be clean shaven. <laughs> yeah, he can't be. But if we go, if we go anywhere like in the hipsterville, like Brooklyn, we're fucked because they all have beards. Or wait, does it have to have an I... animal in it? I was, I was, are... I was going for that, but you guys seemed like you were really passionate about what you were saying. <laughs> if we could do like an animal, like especially Kentucky noisemaker over here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he already forgot. Oh, yeah, I'm trying. It's Kentucky noise, noise. noise. water. 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 Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, if if it's an animal, um, because I'm on like a super Naruto kick right now, uh, hmm. I would probably say something like, I don't know, something to do with like a fox, like boosted fox. Boosted like, fox. Does, does it have to be like a real animal? Could it be like from fantasy. Is it uh, you're be wait, is an ocelot a real animal? It, it doesn't Chupacabra. sound like one. <laughs> I, I, I was gonna say like Wookie tits. Oh, oh god! This there it is, is what we get. This is there what it we is. get. What? We there walked go. into this. There we go. Where it or is? The iron, or the iron chupacabra. That sounds pretty good, actually. Iron <laughs> chupacabra is freaking sweet. That's yeah. Badass. The iron chupacabra. What's that mean? He's the iron goat sucker. That doesn't sound as scary as the first one, but. All right, thanks for trying. Well, you think about it this way: you're going to run out of adjectives and uh, <laughs> and and animals eventually. So by the time you get to Iron Chupacabra, it's like, well, you know, it sounds cool, but we're running a little thin. Uh, that sounds like a like a drug lord name, almost Iron Chupacabra. <laughs> you know, you know, it's funny, Serge. Mm. Yours should just be Bat Coyote. <laughs> yes, I did it. Yes, I did it. Yes. It is already I did done. It. It's already done. I did it. It's so good. I did it. That's it. It's done. I, beat, I, I beat your question, Casey. I did it. I beat your little question. <laughs> you beat you beat it twice. Ah. ah. One. A one. All right. Um. So 
for my secret question, it's actually not as good as Casey's, but it's just something that I kind of thought up of um, on the sly, as I usually do during the middle of a podcast. This song, as we kind of like went over briefly, has like a pretty awesome soundtrack. There's songs from just a whole bunch of different people that you can pick up um, from cassette tapes throughout the world. If you guys could hear one song on those cassette tapes and you'd be like, man, that's fucking awesome. What would it be? Hmm. So running through the world and you can, and you pick it up and you hear a song. Yeah. Well, like they, they have the, the way it goes in the world is like the cassettes playing. And when you get near it, you can really hear it loud. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So like you can go into like, you'll like hear like, you know, um, kids in America is actually in there. So you hear like, we're the kids in America. And you're like, where the fuck's that coming from? And you just <laughs> no. kind of like go through, you're taking dudes out. You're like, you know, sending them back to your base and you open this door and it's just like in this trailer and you're like, and it's really loud. And you're like, all right, cool. Like you take the tape and it's just like, you could play it on your Walkman. Now, since I haven't played the other games, who thought of this first Metal Gear or Bioshock? Um, did Metal Gear have the, the, these tapes before? Uh, I don't know. In, in, in oh, the other like, games? like who invented audio logs? Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. Um, I know that the audio well, log stuff shock. didn't enter Metal Gear until 4. Because it was always mm. just like... You had your support teams to have conversations with, but that was never while you were moving around. You would always stop and, and talk to them. So hmm. that's that's tricky. <laughs> My gut says Bioshock is the first one that I've seen do it. but With audio logs? I, th- I feel like I've seen it before Bioshock, though. I feel like... Well, Bioshock is what, 2006, right? Something? Or is it later than that? that. No, No. it's probably around there. If it's Xbox 360, 360 came out, what, 2006, 2005? Yeah. Yeah, I want to say so. I don't know. I feel like... I'll look it up later and, you know... I love this tangent. We'll figure it out by Sunday. (laughs) Pulling back into the station, secret question. You know what would be really cool? Like, uh, since you could hear the tapes before you get to them while you're searching for them, it would be really cool to hear uh, Baba O'Reilly. Yeah. Like, like imagine, like, you, you don't see the tape yet, but you hear that. That would be cool. Dun. Dun, dun. And for those of you who don't know what that is and know it by another name, it's also what you know, which is incorrect, is Teenage Wasteland. But that's not the right name for it. it yeah, is. it's called Baba O'Reilly. Called Baba O'Reilly. Get it right. I think the song I would pick, just because I can just see it being badass while you're like, just like... In the <laughs> while you're murking dudes and just like killing people, like fucking people up. Mm-hmm. Rooster, Alice in Chains. Nice. Ah! That'd be really cool, too. They ain't found a way to kill me. Wow, wow, can you wow, imagine wow, that wow. you're just like going through a hallway just like tearing dudes apart and you open it? Yeah, they come to snuff no, the, the rooster. rooster. It's like, yeah. I'm the rooster. Fuck you. you know, like, <laughs> yeah. They actually had that in uh, Terminator Salvation when they heard music again for the first time ever. Oh, Remember yeah. that? I was like, face. yeah. It's like the look everyone got when they first heard that song. Like, what is this? I thought looking at his face, but, so I thought looking at his face was like when you first bite into a really good piece of cake that you haven't yet. Oh, I haven't had cake at all. Oh, mm. cake. Mm. Or when you see a really good, like, it's have to stop. <laughs> I was about to go in a really, really dark, dirty place. I kind of and there's and said, there we go. And Thank Casey, you. Thank you. That's Casey's cue. Uh, well, now I'm sad. We uh... I want to change mine to Good Burger. <laughs> no, too late. I'm dude. He's dude. She's dude. We're all dude. Uh, 
Um, now you're making me wish that we had our own theme song. <laughs> yeah. I want to change my guys to... killing dudes. You walk into a room. Welcome to the Bad Coyote Funky Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I want to change mine to uh, the United States of whatever. Uh, you, 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 you can you can <laughs> want to change it to that. United States of whatever. This is my United States of whatever. Going on like a rampage to that song. Yeah, that'd be sick. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, oh, I thought of one song that just came up right away, which I think is almost funny in any context. Video killed the radio star. Nice by the Buggles. I want to change. <laughs> I want to change mine to Gem. Gem, And then some guy walked up to me, and he was like, Vroom! and I was like, Yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> this is my United States of whatever. <laughs> I wouldn't change mine to. Change, I wouldn't change mine to Barbie Girl. Nice. <laughs> or Spice Girls. Yeah. I wouldn't change mine to the theme song for Faggle Rock. So like you haven't, you don't see the tape yet, but you hear the dun 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 do do do. Let your cares away. Worries for another day. Let the music play. Clap clap. Down to Fraggle Rock. Fraggle Rock. And while you're looking for it, like you're clapping along. That would be hilarious if that was like. The secret ending to like Metal Gear Solid Five is like there's a puppy controlling everything, listening to Fraggle Rock song on loop. <laughs> it's the shifty-eyed dog from The Simpsons. No, guys, it, it's, he, uh, it's the same puppy Pee-wee's from Silent Adventure. Hill. Pee Wee's Big Adventure when he's dreaming and they're like, anyone, anyone remember that? No, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. that or or if we're talking Pee Wee, the the tequila tequila. It's always good. Or the. Uh, I don't know, Greg. This is a pretty good secret question. Oh man, this is great. This is like a the best one yet. I got one more. I got one more. The the Perez Prado song from Office Space. Nice. Great thing you could burn a building down to. Mine would be, I want to change mine to Duel of the Fates from Star Wars of Phantom Menace. You mean, <laughs> you mean <laughs> fucking Nathan Fillion theme song? Nathan Fillion, 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 Nathan It works. Fillion. Nathan Fillion. Hold closer, Tony Danza. What an amazing question. Yeah. Well, for me, Can you tell me like weird music? Yeah, right. Nice, a nice little little collection of musical tastes. Um, for me, it would either be comfortably numb, which I think would be like pretty fucking sick going through just killing dudes with that song playing in the background, or um, I don't remember the name of the song, but remember on the Watchmen trailer, the Smashing Pumpkins song. Yeah, the beginning is the end is the beginning. Yeah, that one. And you hot me down, the voice that comes through you, in your darkest hour. Yeah, that song was sick. So good. That'd be dope. Imagine. <laughs> There's oh, a third God. one, but I, I kind of forget what I. That sounds cool because it. it has a lot of good uh, ambiance in the beginning. That kind of sounds like 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 a Muse song. Yeah. Oh wait, why don't you say Muse? Any any Muse song ever too. Any Muse any, any, any Muse, Muse song. song ever. <laughs> the Muse song with the awesome music in it. It would be amazing ever. since you're looking for for these tapes. Imagine you were in like some like, some blown up building with a bunch of rubble, and you you're trying to find this tape, and it's freaking yakety sax. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the only the only way that could be better is if all the tapes you picked up were generated randomly. So like you would have people screaming on the internet oh, God. like, "God damn it! I found a yakety sax tape, and nobody else has. Nobody believes me." <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> 
Oh man. Best secret question ever. That's that that was my secret question. That was a good one. Way to go. Fantastic. Or how about that Leonard Cohen song from uh <laughs> from season two of True Detective? That'd be really cool. I like the season the one. Opening song, song from opening song from Scrubs. Oh, oh nice. Man. I'm not <laughs> Oh. Or how about the um so episode one of Scrubs, there's a song that plays. I can't remember the fucking name of it. I saved it on my phone, and my buddy Aiden's gonna kill me because it's a hilarious story that goes with it. It's I'll figure I'll figure out what it's called in a minute. Uh, but essentially, we went out like a, on a night of heavy drinking, and it was maybe like three years ago, like heavy, heavy fucking drinking. Um, and we went to our buddy Guy's place to crash for the night, which is a short walk from our, from the bar that we were at. And he was like, let's watch Scrubs. Like, you know, like when you're drunk, you're just like, oh, let's watch this one show that we haven't watched in forever in the first episode. Let's do X. If, I mean, if that's the kind of party you have, Casey. <laughs> wow. You know, Got him. I don't know Casey Got him. that well, but I know him well enough Got that him. he probably would do that shit. Got Nailed him. it. Um, Got him. This is what you get like, for posting articles late. <laughs> uh, but he would like, we would like watch the first episode of the song would play. And I couldn't make it like 10 seconds into the song without having to like run to the kitchen sink and just like getting sick all over the, like all over it. Uh-huh. And I'd be like, all right, cool. I'm done. I'm fine. Let's watch it again. And then 10 seconds, the same exact point in the song, it happened again. It was like this like crazy fucking trigger. And he was laughing hysterical every time. So every once in a while, he'll just like send me a link to that video. That's a good buddy. That's a really good buddy. <laughs> And it yeah. could be anything too, because like Scrubs has a really good soundtrack. If anyone's ever uh, heard I'm it, it's got a huge it's soundtrack. It's like an older song. Like, I have to. It's all about it guy love, guys. It's all about oh, guy yeah. love. Classic. I mean, I'm not gonna lie that like that, that like Scrubs has introduced me to Boston's more than a feeling. Oh, Did yeah. it? More than a feeling. Oh, my, it gave me a better appreciation of that song. I've been listening to that since I was a kid. Nice. Well, I mean, yeah, there, there are songs like that, but like I, I was just like, huh, wow, this song is really powerful. I think Scrubs introduced me to Journey, though. Oh, wow. I think Scrubs introduced a lot of people to Journey. Like that song. Or at least, like, gave you, like, a deeper appreciation. You know what I mean? Could be. That and uh, Highlander introduced me to Queen, which is kind of amazing. Oh, wow. Damn, wow. So, for... I mean, Casey, you ever watched the the, uh, Highlander series? Uh, I watched the pilot, and I was like, enough. I don't have the the, the ability to sit through this. Well, anyway, long story short, I'm sorry. It's really good. Once you get past the first season, it gets gets great. Oh, so a whole whole season. season. That's a whole season. season. What? I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. The first season was I'm not gonna lie, the first season was shit when I first started watching, like re rewatching, I'm like, what the it's fuck? Shit. It's not even that it's shit, it's that nothing makes sense about it. It's like even Highlander two, it's like, alright, dude gets the <laughs> he gets the super quickening at the end of the movie. There's not supposed to be anybody left. Who's this Duncan well, guy? Oh he's got a cousin run. who's also immortal. Give me a break. No, no, what the series is is like basically the continuation after the first movie. So basically it's like that wasn't like the the events that happened with like McLeod and Kurgan. Basically, it's like it's a continuation. Like they weren't the last two. There were still more immortals. The game is still going, so the quickening's not happening, okay. or like, the gathering's not happening. So that's what the series is. It's just a continuation of that, as if they never had that final battle. Right. But where was I going with this? Oh yeah. So these guys, there's these characters in there called the Watchers. They basically like record and document like the immortals. So, like, they're humans, and they just categorize immortals and what they do. They know the end game and all that shit. 
and there's like a tattoo they have on their wrist that kind of like brands them for the group. And I was like Cheesecake Factory the other day, and like there's this the girl that was serving us, she had like the Watchers uh, tattoo on her wrist. So I said, "Oh my God, Watchers Highlander series! I know where that's from." And she gave me a free drink. So ha. Nice. That was a good story. Good. That's a good story. Cool, did you cool find, story, did, bro. Solid. Did, did you did you find five bucks at the end of it? Solid story. Solid. Yeah. Um, solid. The name the name of the song that I couldn't think of was um, Overkill by Colin Hay. And Colin Hay. Oh, that is, song. Yeah. So I can get to sleep. Yeah, he'd literally be like that part, think and I'd be like, yeah. So he'd like literally, like he'd be like, I can't get to sleep, and then I'd be like, pause it. I gotta fucking go. Bolted. <laughs> Why every part? fucking time? What the hell? It's weird. I don't know. <laughs> no, I love the song. Like you know, it's such a good. No, I'm saying it's, it's a like really a good classic. song. That's a weird part. It's yeah. weird. I don't know. It might have been because uh, like in that part in Scrubs, they're all walking, you know, together. And like the mm. camera movement's a little shaky, and you know, uh, and yeah. I love that he's in there too. Like they open yeah. up the closet, and he's he's like there. He's the patient. He's in, he's around the corner. It was so good. So good. Yeah. I think about <laughs> the implications. Damn, Scrubs had a really good soundtrack. Yeah, they did. Uh, there's Scrubs. another really, really, really good song. Um, there was there was uh, another strummer that was playing the other day. It's uh, that song like up in my lonely room while while I'm dreaming of you. It has like a like like a like a bebop rhythm like din 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 bum 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 ba 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 ba. It's really it's like down a frag a rock. My song is down a frag a rock. Oh god, that's great. Well, like all good things, we've run out of time. But but it's not over. Oh wait, oh it is. It's over. It really is over this time. It's a it's a real okay. Just let it go, Casey. Just let it go, man. All right, everybody. This has been the Back and Funky Podcast. Tune in with us every Thursday night at nine thirty Eastern Standard Time on Thursdays. Not every night. Only on Thursdays. Find us every night. Every Thursday. Every Thursday. I was talking to I was talking to my friend about how like like um like every immigrant because I'm an immigrant whatever you know American citizen whatever have like all these weird sayings like uh like in in like in Trinidad where I'm from have all these weird sayings that contradict each other like my mom was saying how there's a stupid saying that says uh we say like bring that whatever and come you know like oh uh can you get me that wrench and come like of course you're gonna it's weird it's really weird anyway. So, <laughs> outro. <laughs> yeah, take two. And take two. Go. Boop. Thank you, everybody, for joining us back at the Funky Podcast. The only podcast that needs two outros and one yeah. intro. Find us here every Thursday at twitch.tv slash backcuttyfunky at 9.30 Eastern Standard Time and on iTunes to search backcuttyfunky. And if you don't have an iPhone, download the SoundCloud app on your Android devices and search for backcuttyfunky. You can find us there as well. Check out all these things and more at backcuttyfunky.com where we talk about everything you actually care about. Anime, comics, movies, TV, DC, Marvel, all that fun stuff and more. For now, this has been Booster Greg. What up? The Petered Menace, Dave. Yo! And I'm Sergio. And TV's Casey. <laughs> and I'm here too. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you later, or we'll see you another time. Uh, or never, or see you never. <laughs>
So, uh, guys, what is what is shoe? Is this 18? Yeah. All right, we're finally legal. <laughs>